Ladies and gentlemen, we are live with the Hughes Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jake Hughes. And of course, as always, sitting next to me is the old man. How the hell are you doing, old man? I am. I tell you, talk about excited. Um, There is so much happening in the uh, Hughes Sports world that um, my head's about to explode. Speaking of that... Lots of news. We we teased it last week. We teased. I think, we've teased, it. I think we teased it like We're a bunch the last of teasers. <laughs> but today we have a huge announcement that we will announce at the end of the show. Stick around for the whole again. show. Oh, I'll tease. I will tease the entire audience all all night. <laughs> all not long. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, super exciting news. Super. It's huge news. Forward. It's massive. Uh, when I say that, I don't. I'm not joking. Like this is. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. So, so, uh, let's jump into it. What, what is there to talk about? What is, what what is there to talk about? Let's talk about the world of Vancouver sports and BC sports. Of course, we're going to talk about the Canucks first because that's what we do. Oh, we're going to talk about the Canucks first. Okay. No, we're not going to talk about the Canucks first. I thought we were talking about the Canucks first. Yeah, but we have a game at the end of the night, at the, like end of the show, so we should start with lead with the CFL and go into the Canucks. Fine. All right. Let's talk with the CFL. Wrote an article um, called "The CFL Has an Issue." Is that what you want yes. to talk about, Jake? The CFL let's, has. Let's an Let's talk issue. about that. Let's not dig into what you talked about precisely on the article because we want people no. to go to hughesports.ca/slash/articles and see it. It is the second top article, most recent from the old man. What amazes me is the response I've gotten, we've gotten from that article. Um, The comments we posted, obviously, in a whole bunch of CFL Facebook groups, as well as BC Lions uh, Facebook groups. And the comments, I've been kind of blown away because I thought I was going to get a lot, uh, like the majority was going to be a pushback on me, um, telling me I'm nuts and I'm crazy and blah, 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 because I'm an old man rambling. Um. I would say 95% of the people that read the article tended to agree one way or another. Um, From what I've seen of the comments, and I mean, you see them firsthand because it's your article. Yeah. um, Everyone seems to agree that there is an issue. Oh, it's what the issue is. Where the issue lies and the solution to that issue. Yeah. I mean, basically the issues, I'll kind of break it down real quick is my biggest one is promotion. This CFL, I've talked about it. You see it on the uh, intro every week. The CFL is its own worst enemy. They don't promote. Um, The second one I talk, well, not the second, but I also talk about the contract with the TSN and then um, a nine league team um, isn't sustainable. But I say that my next article will kind of (laughs) even kind of contradict my nine team. (laughs) theory that has to grow. Um, But yeah, there's lots of issues with the CFL. And I want to make sure people understand, I don't think the CFL is going anywhere. Um, It's been around since 100 plus years, long before I was born. Um, I've watched it from the day I was born. And it will be around long after I'm gone. 
um, my grandkids will be watching the CFL. I'm not confident in saying that. My great-grandchildren will be watching the CFL. The big, again, the biggest issue that I find, um, and it was talked about the the Reddit post that we uh, put up in CFL Reddit, as well as BC Lions Reddit. A lot of people were saying, again, this is very similar, that the, the issue lies on a multitude of different things. Yeah. But watch, shit, watch an XFL broadcast versus a CFL broadcast versus an NFL broadcast. I haven't Who watched, is, I have to admit, I have not watched any XFL this year. Not so the year. XFL... The they the it feels very amateurish, very similar to what I would consider on par with the CFL's broadcast, which is amateurish at most but, most times. But they have gimmicks, they have ways to make it engaging. They have ways that make people go, "Hmm, interesting. Maybe I'm going to watch this for a couple seconds when you're flipping the channel." Like oh, really? you go into you go into a review, right? And the guy, the head reviewer, oh, is wearing a microphone, and he's right. talking about, "I don't see possession." No, I don't see possession there. Wait, can you slow it back that? Oh, maybe that, can you count that as possession? And you hear the conversation that he's having with the head ref and whoever else is on the on the headset. Very cool. It's about transparency, but yeah. it's a gimmick. It gets you to stop and watch and be like, oh, interesting. Yeah, that would be. I mean, that's, I would love to hear a lot of time when you're, you've, they, there's been a challenge and you're like, you're watching the replay TSN is providing. Obviously the CFL has more cameras, well, no, it. they don't. Because they're using the CFL feed or the TSN feed. And you're like, well, I see a reception. Like the ball doesn't touch the ground and it's overruled and it was an incomplete pass. And you're like, yes. And it, again, I would love to hear to, that conversation. I think it would be cool. It goes back to transparency, right? The XFL's big thing is they want to talk. They want to be transparent with everything. Yeah, makes sense. And I don't I don't blame them for a little bit. Again, the, the thing that always go, I go back to um, I can't, I probably would have been 17, 18, me and you at a, at a Lions game in Calgary. We are at the live at the game. So we didn't see a replay. They went into a review and it took forever. And the, the play that happened, G Roy Simon caught the ball, brought it into his, into his chest, went down in the process of going down, the ball fell out. They ruled it, which I still think was the wrong ruling because we never got any explanation, was they called it a completed catch. The reason the delay took so long, the review took so long, was they were trying to figure out where he was when he went down to spot the ball. But And I remember sitting... Go ahead. I remember sitting in the stands and everyone, the, the one rider fan in the section, because there's always one in Calgary, all the Calgary fans, us, were all like, what's taking so long? And I said, the only reason this can be taking so long is because they're looking where to spot the ball and they're calling it a catch and down by contact. And I had three guys look around at me and say, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You're just a BC Lions fan. Sure enough. And a young and the BC ref comes Lions out, fan. <laughs> ref comes out, calls the camera, and he's like, after review, we have a completed catch down by contact. The ball we placed at this yard line. And it's like, if there was an explanation, even just like... That explanation doesn't give you enough. No, because you get one replay. Live. To us, that and ball. You, I mean, the rule reads: you have to survive contact. Contact, whether it be with the ground or another player, you have and to survive what, contact. But what, what I define as survive contact, and what you say, even though we've both watched, like you've watched football longer than I have, are very two very different things. Just a little bit. A little bit. I watch it from a different perspective now, as from from being an amateur official. 
Right. I yeah. look at those things where look at it with different eyes now. I I see a play and I'm like, how would I have called that? Yeah. I'm watching a review. I don't we don't get the reviews in the amateur leagues. Someone goes down and the ball pops out. I'm calling it incomplete because he didn't survive contact. Well, True. did he survive contact with that shoulder and then went down and then the ball popped out? Maybe. I see yeah. the ball goes down. I say no catch. So you saying you think the CFL should bring that in? Is that something that you would want to see the CFL do? Yes. Either that, either that, or just like the NHL players safety, explain the ruling on Twitter afterwards. That would be good. Um, do you think the NFL is in ears of different leagues saying, hey, try this. We want to see nope. how it works. It's known there. We'll they, give they've announced you partnership. amount of cash. Try this. The I mean, with the CFL, it's it's been announced. They're in a partnership with well, refs in a partnership. and with other things. But do you think with the XFL, do you think this NHL or the the NFL went to them and said, "Give it a try"? I think they'll want they. I think the NFL wants to see if the league's going to stick around before associating with them. Yeah. If they're another two seasons and they're done, but they they could do it without being associated with them. Yeah. Hey. Dwayne, 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 the rock. Come here. Come on. They talk. You have to know I mean, they talk. Oh, hundred percent. They talk. Do I think that they put any extra like pressure to do certain things like the different kickoffs? No, I don't think so. I think that's all the XFL trying that to be kickoff unique. is just bizarre. It's the most, that's the only thing I've watched is the was beginning the, of game, and I think it was the very first game. And I was like, what the living hell is that? <laughs> it was the most bizarre thing. I'm not going to try to describe it. If you haven't watched an XFL game, tune it in just for the first kickoff because you'll be like, what the hell is that? Yeah, it's it's wild. It's a, it's a very different... It's very different. I like it personally. You're, you're having a lot less stoppages and plays for injuries, especially on special teams. Yeah, I guess but, so. Back to... Full circle, back to the how CFL. You, Stop seeing how, squirrels. Entire we went off on a tangent there. We went off. That's the entire, that's the entire podcast. <laughs> Issues that we can look at the CFL. And I always kind of do this. I'm like, if I was in charge of the CFL, if they gave me one season, what would yep. I change? That would to, make the biggest impact. That would kind of promote the game better. And I guess I shouldn't use the word promote. I, I got a lot of pushback on, oh, you think promotions is the only thing lacking in the game. And I'm like, no, I didn't say that. I said one issue is the promotion of the game. I think yeah. it's the biggest issue. Well, oh, me, you don't hear biggest... NFL talk in the off season. Are you effing kidding me? Listen to had... any sports talk in, in the US and they're talking NFL 24 day, hours a day. When when did Aaron Rodgers make his announcement that he wants to Thank go play you. for the Jets? Was it during season or off season? No, it was on, on the probably Pat McAfee show in the off season. Yeah, Pat McAfee yeah. show in the off season. Probably the most watched sports. What, was, what was talked more about than anything else? Aaron Rodgers sitting in a frick, going to a silent retreat, sitting in a dark room. People were flabbergasted by it. They would I mean, be shocking. shocked. They would be shocked how many professional sports athletes do that. It was just Aaron Rodgers just doesn't give up. <laughs> like, and power to him. I'm not a fan. After his whole vaccine incident, I hope he yeah. 
I hope he lives long and has a very prosperous life, but rots in hell that doesn't exist. Don't Um, listen. (laughs) Don't listen to Joe Rogan for your medical advice, and you might be healthy. Yes. Um, So again, I'm going to ask a question one more time. See if I can get him to answer, folks. We'll try again. If you were made in charge of the CFL and you could change any rule, anything they do, what's the one thing that you would do right away? The first thing. First thing I do is I um, set up, I'm going to try to word this properly because I'm going to screw it up. You set up a network for your social media teams. You get rid of, you, you allow like the BC lines have their Twitter. Yeah. First thing as I do is I bring in five of the top minds in social media that I can that I can find. Thank and you. you say, how do I make this better? The next thing you do is you loosen all sorts of your regulations that you have on posting clips and highlights. And I oh. reach out to the Rod Peterson show and I reach out to Three Down Nation and I the say Hugh Sports Podcast. The Hugh Sports Podcast. And I say, hey, uh you guys are doing a great job. I don't want to change anything, but Tell, tell us what footage you want. Yeah. Same. And you gotta, you gotta realize there's not a lot of people doing what we do. There's not no. a lot of people that are covering the, my BC lines. No, because the people happen. that, the, the people that do, there's not a big enough audience for it. Exactly. And I, I mean this in all sincerity. I love the Canucks. So do you like, to me, the Canucks are my team. The BC lines are more your team. Yes. If for you sure. Could have a, a doubt. If you could have a show just talking about the BC lines and it be successful, you would probably do it, but it wouldn't be. And, and I it has talk to do... for two, three hours a day about the BC lines and the CFL. It's really easy. And the, and the thing is, is it's not, that's not a slight on any CFL fan. That's not a slight on the team itself or people watching the, the show or listening to the show. It's where's the audience? Yeah. You well, don't I have mean, the audience. The audience is watching the NFL because they're a juggernaut and they're a media darling. They know how to promote their league. They talk about it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's drilled down your throat. You can't turn the TV on if you're a sports fan and you have any kind of American feed without hearing about the NFL. In the middle of, sorry, the NFL, in the middle of an NHL uh, season, you could be watching the playoffs you're going to hear about the NFL. It's just a middle, fact. Middle of the season, coming to the end, the, the stretch run. What yes. led Sportsnet last week? Aaron Rodgers' decision. Yes. Pretty that, simple. And that's, that's not, again, that's where the views are. That's where people want to talk about. The about. network that has sole rights to the CFL. Sorry, say, can you say that one more time? The network that has the sole rights to the CFL one of the teams were sold to a very prominent businessman, an ex-politician in Canada. And they waited till 22 minutes into their, into their uh, sports center uh, show to even mention it. It wasn't even mentioned. You know how you have your beginning of your show where you're talking about what you're going to do. You're right. It wasn't even showing then. Guess what was mentioned first? Trades in the NFL. Trades in the NFL in the off season was mentioned before a sale. Can you imagine if an NFL team was sold tomorrow? How many networks in, I'm going to say in Canada will lead with that story? Sports networks. Every single, every single one of them. Every newscast, every 
literally would CNN lead. would have it on. <laughs> we wouldn't lead with it, but it would be in our rundown. We'd, t- we'd oh, want to talk course. about it. We would lead when, with it. When Ottawa gets sold, when Ottawa gets sold, because it's a verge of when, not if, we all know that. Yeah. Um, guess what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about the sale. Where CFL mainly focused on BC Lions and NHL mostly focused on Vancouver Canucks. But a sale of a team... It's huge. It's huge news, but also allows you to say, well, Ottawa's down here. They don't have prime real estate. Their arena sucks. Their team doesn't win. Vancouver's up here. Well, how much is Vancouver worth? It's a stadium, not an arena. In Ottawa? Oh, you mean the NHL team? The NHL team. (laughs) I was like, I'm, I'm on the CFL mode. You told me to talk CFL first. Now you're bringing up NHL. I don't know what the hell you want from me. Well, what I want from you is to explain hey. what you're doing this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Talk about excited, guys. Um, this isn't a big announcement, but I'm excited. Um, we talk about Rod Peterson on a regular basis and the wait, Rod Peterson show. Wait, you talk um, about the Rod Peterson show? and. Your close personal friend, Rod Peterson? My close personal friend, Rod Peterson. We can't talk about anything else because it's it's not um, public yet. But um, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I was talking with Rod and he he was invited up to the 2023 CFL Combine, as you see on the screen. It's up in Edmonton, Alberta. And kind of half jokingly, half not, I said to Rod, do you need a chaperone? And he goes, if you want to come, I would love to have you with me. And it took me less than a millisecond to jump all over that like a fat kid on a Smarty. Um, Because holy crap, for a fan that's, I always say 50 plus years I've been a fan of the CFL. I'm sure I was before um, 50 plus years. I'm 58 years old. I'm sure I watched the first Grey Cup as an infant in my mom's arms. I'm probably spiked me. That's why I have the brain damage I have. Thanks mom. Um, (laughs) But rest in peace, grandma, (laughs) rest in peace, grandma. (laughs) She was a huge CFL. She loved her BC Lions. She loved her Vancouver Canucks. Anyway. So I have, I'm a fan first. I'm a fan of the CFL. Obviously BC is my favorite team. I'm going to get used to this whole camera thing. Jake. I don't think you will. Uh, BC is my favorite team. Obviously. But the CFL as a whole, I just love it. To be able to go to the Combine and as part of the media, because I'm going with Rod Peterson, who has obviously the Rod Peterson show. Rod was the um, voice of the riders on radio for over 23 years. He knows more about the CFL than most of us would even dream of um, because he had to study the game. Football wasn't his thing. He never played the sport. He never um, was never interested in the sport, to be honest, until he was at the he was working at the radio station, and they s- said we need a new guy to do the um, uh, riders games. It's you, and he went, oh. So he studied it and studied it and studied it and became very very fluent in it. Obviously, if he was there for twenty three years, the reason I kind of go on about that is I get to go with this guy who knows the ins and outs of the CFL, but only that he knows all the players. He knows all the coaches because all the coaches, I mean, 19 league, they move around. <laughs> they don't, and they don't get changed. They just kind of transfer. And not just that, but players, a lot of the time become coaches. 
Exactly. You, you so all I, the games for. I get to go and it's going to be like a peek behind the curtain for me. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm going to go up there um, with the Rod Peterson show because I'm going with Rod, but I will have the trusty device. I can't guarantee I'm going to get an interview, but I'm going to be taking a whole lot of damn pictures to be able to show you guys next week. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to have stories. I can guarantee you I'm going to have stories on the road. Well, that should speaking, be a call up stories on the road with Rod. <laughs> well, speaking of next week and stories. Yes. We are going to have the one and only Rod Peterson on. So excited. Normally, uh, he'll be our first guest. We teased the guest uh, when we first started. That never ended up happening. But no, um, Rod will be our first guest. That we'll let him talk his stories and talk about the CFL, the WHL, and with with Rod. Who knows where the stories will go and what names oh. will be brought up? And he talks about things so nonchalantly that it, every time he talks, and I've had a conversation with him. He drops a name. I'm like, um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, no big yeah, deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, 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 was, I was sitting with Bobby Hall, and, and it's like, yeah, you, no, you were what? <laughs> sorry, um, sorry, did you say Bobby Hall? <laughs> the we always talk about Rod's experience in the CFL. He was with the Regina Pats for many years before uh, taking on football. His dad was actually a scout um, for the NHL. Uh, he used to go with his dad to all the arenas. Um, and he was, it was funny because he was telling me a story just the other day at uh, breakfast that it was really horrible because he would go to the game with his dad. He'd be excited because he's with his dad, but he was told he was not allowed to talk during the game. Because his dad's sitting there, has to watch a specific player, watching right? every move. So he's like, so I sat and watched the game <laughs> because you just didn't talk to dad during the game. No. It was just a thing. You didn't talk to dad because he was working. Intermission, you could talk. He would have fun. And but during the game, he's working. Like Yes, he was making X's for every time a player messed up, he put an X. Every time a player did something out of the ordinary, he put a check mark. End of the game, you added those up to see who was had more stars than the other guy. It was quite an interesting system. He, he kind of explained it. It was really cool. Interesting. We'll definitely have to ask him about that next week because that's – Something I've always wanted to understand more of. And it was funny because I remember you like, oh, scouts, that would be a cool job. So I'm like, how does someone go about becoming a scout for the NHL? And he go, he looked at me and goes, I have no idea. They just called dad one day and said, hey, <laughs> you want to be a scout? That's funny. <clears throat> Obviously, his dad played hockey as well. So Usually helpful when, when you yes. play hockey as well. And Rod played hockey as well. Rod was a goalie in, in the juniors for a few years. Fair, fair. Which well, I'm sure he'll talk. We can get him to talk about that as well next week. Sure so we tune in next week, and don't forget it's now 7:24. I'm going to say about 7:50 Mountain Time. You, you have an announcement. Let's let's give him BC time since 6:50 BC. 6:50 BC time. Or gotta, or if you're watching, if you're if you're listening to this live, and you don't want to listen to us say ramble on and tease You can just anymore. fast forward. You can fast forward to about the 50-minute mark of the show. Yeah, and then we'll hear this great announcement. And it's not that Rod Peterson from the Rod Peterson Show is going to be a, our guest on next week. Which, to be fair, is a big announcement for us. It is a big announcement for us. Our first, uh, our first guest and a guest that is like Rod Peterson, who has years of experience, insight that we can really use. Yes. I'm really um, looking forward to this next... 
Um, I think this is the one you're going to, this next topic. Uh, the next topic I was going to cover is staying within the realm of the CFL. The BC Place has made a huge today, announcement. Um, today's full of huge announcements <laughs> that they are going to have a $5 menu. Yes. This isn't, now, to, just to be clear, this is not just the BC Lions. This is for BC Place. Which means you go see a concert there. You go watch the uh, uh, FC Whitecaps. You go watch the BC Lions. You go see motocross. Doesn't matter what it is. Concerts, everything. The other notation we need to make is it's only two stands and it's going to be tough to get to. It's quite a ways away. It's level 200. I forget the exact. um, There's two sections that they're outside of. Um, But... Hello. Five dollar beer. Five dollar. Pay hot attention, dog. CFL teams. This is and the thing is, Amar Doman and the BC Lions did this last year with the five dollar beers and five dollar margaritas yes. during the the, the uh, street party that they then brought into BC Place as well. Yes, and they um, realized how much they were selling and how much fun it was. And, and let's face it, I think back when. Um, how much it costs to go to games when you were young and it was me, you, your mom, and we'd bring Amanda along with us, your sister. And it was not cheap. No. It was not a cheap night out because we always, we only went to one or two games a year because that's when the BC Lions came in. Well, and you and think, so I we mean, always got decent seats. Decent seats for four people. For four people, plus I always wanted a beer, of course, a beer. and um, hot dog. And Amanda and had to have her cotton candy, cotton candy and, and popcorn <laughs> and Twizzlers, and all of a sudden you spent three hundred dollars. Well, yeah, yeah. For one so night. I think the BC Lions. I think um, Mark Dorman is that how you say his um, name? Amar, Amar, Amar Dorman uh, is doing it freaking amazing. Yes, it's BC Place, but. I honestly believe the Lions were a big part of putting this $5 menu into place. I think them um, and the Whitecaps. I yeah. think the Whitecaps helped a lot because... I think what you will find is it'll start in a few... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, stance. And that's yeah. it's going to grow so big that they're going to have to move it around and put it in more. If you go to Winnipeg, um, here's a great example. Uh, I told Jake we went to a Winnipeg game. Um, Allison and I... at Thanksgiving last year. It was a mean-nothing game. Winnipeg had locked everything up. Um, I forget who they were playing. I think they were playing Edmonton. Yeah, it was Edmonton. And it was a mean-nothing game. The minute you walked into that stadium, the electricity that you felt from the crowd blew me away. I was like, what the fudge is going on here? Guess what they did? They had it that you could go like three or four places down the main concourse. You could buy $5 beer. It wasn't the best beer in the world, but you could buy $5 $5 beer. You could buy a cheap burger. Where they're placing them, if I remember correctly, because I don't have the article up, is in the areas where it is the cheaper seats. It's the families of four who are going. Yes. Who get $20, $30 seats. Yes. Family of four, that's $120. I don't want to, as a family... Cool. Now I can go get a hot dog, yeah, a, be- a hot dog for everyone, and two beers for the for the adults, and you spent thirty bucks. 
Exactly. Now, if you know BC Place, it's sections 201 and 227. Um, again, I'm sure I don't know it that well anymore. I used to, but I believe that would, I would imagine that'd be in the end zones. Um, it's, it's probably, I would assume so. It wouldn't be top row level because they're not open. That's, three, that's 300. Time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, two stands, um, they're going to change it up there. Uh, you can get beer, hot dogs, nachos, and popcorn. Um, Which ends, that's going to change. Like they even said, there's going yes. to be a floating. Me- there's going to be a floating menu. They're going to change it with the as the season. You might have hot dogs. Um, they might have hot chocolate in the winter time. Sorry, what sections was it? Two hundred one and what? Two twenty seven. Literally, either end of the end zones. That's what I figured. I figured it was going to be end zones right at the end. Yeah, where right now you like I'm just is looking it at going to be cap- a pin in the ass to get a beer. Yeah, it is because the lineups are going to be astronomically long. And if you're going to, but if you can afford a $10 beer, you can get it real quick. Exactly. Um, I think it's a great idea. Um, I know there's going to be, there was pushback already. Oh, you're just trying to get a bunch of drunk players and they're going to be pouring beer. I yeah. Think it's, we're not Ryderville. No, 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 no. Did you see, sorry. Did you see everything that went down with the beer snake in the XFL? Thinking of this. So. The what? Do you, have you. Do you, do you, have you heard about this? No. Okay. So let me, let me pull this up because I want to get everything right. What did you call it? The beer snake? Beer snake. So what they do is they, um, they take all their empty beer cups, build a snake, literally build a snake of, of like a tower of beer like towers, but it's, okay. it's too big to be called a tower. So it literally ends up going up stance. Oh, okay. And they people will, just keep adding to it. People keep literally that entire section. They're they'll hand their cups into the middle, and people will throw like pass them all the way up, put them in. The <laughs> so instead of going is, straight up, it's going back into the stands. It's going back into the stands. Oh, that is freaking awesome! <laughs> the first week they did this, security took it away. People lost their shit <laughs> and said, "No, no, 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 no! This is how we have fun. Let us have fun. We're not hurting anybody." And so game three or game two, they said this section, you're allowed to have it. If there's any incidences of uh, cops being thrown onto the field, instantly it'll be gone. Yep. Cool. Didn't, didn't go on the field. Nice. That's how you build that atmosphere. Now, when you go, I think it's the DC defenders. Yeah. DC defenders. You go okay. into the DC defenders. Uh, you're going to want to stay in that sit in that section. Section 136 and 137. Yeah. I don't know the stadium that well, but from the pictures I remember seeing, not good seats. If I go to an XFL game in DC, I'm sitting in what section 136 and 137. Of course you are. The CFL needs to harness things like that and don't play. Used to don't play Neil Diamond's. Thank you, Sweet Caroline, a hundred times a year. Get something fucking new. Get something. Get something. Get something. I hope your mother's listening. Get something. (laughs) That a 50-year-old won't be upset at me dissing. Yes. You know what? Way back when, the CFL used to be, like, I'm going to go to the BC Lions. I talked about it in an article that I wrote today. Um, They used to have this guy named Crazy George. I think um, before you print that article, I'm going to kind of, 
before you publish that article, I'm going to um, ch- change it a little bit. Because crazy, I mentioned Crazy George. I don't know if you remember Crazy George. No, but I know his predecessor. Yeah. So Crazy George was like the team mascot. He he was, had the drum. He was banging the drum. He got the crowd cheering. When I was a kid, my brother Mike used to go to Section T. SRT. I could be wrong. It was a certain section. Mike will correct me if he's listening. And it was insane. These guys were freaking crazy. This whole section, it was, they were all friends. They bought 20 seats or more in this one section. They were there every game. Crazy George would come up there. He would never leave because it was a party. And crazy George was just annihilated. (laughs) He was hammered. But people used to complain because we were too loud. Oh, I hate that. We weren't hurting anybody. Yes, we were loud. The worst cheer they had was nuts and bolts, nuts and bolts. We've been screwed. Whenever we had a bad play against us. Oh, no. God forbid. They used to complain saying that we were all out of control. Not me, of course, because I was like 12. Mike would have been of drinking age. So, of course, they were teenagers. They were drinking. They were having a good time. And just for those of those of you listening below the uh, 45th parallel. Yes. 49th. No, 49th, 49th parallel. Um, the, the drinking age in most places in Canada is 18 or 19. So you can be a teenager and yes. drink legally. So <laughs> it drives me nuts um, when I hear, oh, they're going to have $5 beer. It's just going to be a bunch of freaking drunk kids pouring beer. On yeah. Me. No. No. Yeah, that's what you want. Thank you. You you want the single people. You want the 20-year-olds to come in and spend $100 on $5 beer. You and know guess why? what? Because then they're going to come back and bring their friends and have fun and bring five more people who are going to spend $100 each on $5 beer. Guess what? All of a sudden, we have 60,000 freaking people at BC Play Stadium Ooh. screaming their freaking lungs out and enjoy. Oh, they're enjoying themselves, Jake. Don't, How don't, dare don't. the kids enjoy themselves? I drives me nuts. Absolutely nuts. I won't go into it. Um, I was going to go somewhere else and I decided my filter kicked in and I didn't do it. Get as loud as you want at a sporting event. Yeah. Have as much fun as you want at a sporting event. Try not to swear. I try. I'm very loud. I'm obnoxious most of the time when I'm at when the BC Lions come into town. My um, we have season tickets at the 55 yard line, five yards up from the Calgary bench, the Stampeders. Everybody around us knows when the BC Lions come into town. I'm going to be a little bit louder. I, we have lots of kids sitting around us. I don't swear. I'm not vulgar, but I have fun. I that's what I the game for. I always have issues because when I get frustrated and or a terrible call, the first thing out of my mouth is the fuck word. Yes. Watch and, your language. And Mump 2.0 might be listening and she'll be disgusted in you. Um, <laughs> but I do try to temper it. I'm not yes. like when I'm sitting, when I'm, me and you are sitting at home watching a game. Oh, the <sighs> amount of curses that come out of our mouths. Oh my is goodness. Infinite 
times. Can you imagine like, someone walking by our front walkway oh. one summer when we have the windows open and we're watching a game and it's just like and an atrocious call happens and we oh. lose our minds and the cops get called and they come yeah, knocking on would... our door. <laughs> That never happens. No. <laughs> okay. Don't forget. So everyone. that's a good, I, I think BC is doing it right. Winnipeg did it right. They built, like it's the university crowd that's supporting that's... the, you look at like Corey Knoll. He's at, I think he's, I think he just turned 40. I yeah. think it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Corey. If it is indeed your birthday. It is his birthday because his wife said happy 29th because we don't we don't count numbers once you hit 40. So I don't know if he's 40 or, or older than 40. Okay. He goes back to, he lives in Alberta. He goes back to Winnipeg to watch games. Yeah. He flies there just to watch games because guess what? It's fun. You can yeah. go, you can have a beer. It's not going to cost you 300 bucks. <laughs> The flight, I think the flight's going to cost you more than the ticket and the beers. Exactly. Which is what it should be. Yes. It's BC, Winnipeg, Saskatchewan to some degree. Saskatchewan like, did have it, but they've had a bad team for so long, it's hard to care. Well, their whole organization's in up is a mess. Um, peek behind yeah. the curtain. It's really bad. Um, more teams need to do this in the CFL because guess what? It's going to increase your freaking attendance, people. The problem is... I would much rather have a full stadium of loud kids, 30 years old, screaming and yelling. Not, and it does, I don't care if it's for my team or not. No. Don't pour beer on me. Shit. Don't try to when, get into a fight. When Just go I'm, and have fun. When I'm there, uh, at whether it be the Saddle Dome or McMahon, yes. and I can have... I can cheer loudly for my team. I have people chirp me as long as they can handle chirps back. It's a great time because yes. then something happens and I have someone to taunt. And exactly. when something good happens for them, he has someone to taunt. It's building like, I might never see this guy again. Who cares what he thinks of me? But exactly. I'm having fun. He's having fun. That's the entire reason we're here. That's why we buy tickets. Sports are supposed to be fun, people. No, it's it's a business. Gotta yes. be all, uh... Drives me crazy. But if you want more insights to the CFL <laughs> being broken and so much more. So much more. So much Q-sports, more. QSports.ca. And we're just getting started. We're just getting started, folks. This is going um, to go so big. It's going to be So fun. quickly. Strap so fast. In, put your oxygen masks on because... 10 you know, more G-forces, minutes. G-forces, you're going to need like the oxygen. Make sure you don't pass out. Yeah. Um, 10 minutes, man. 10 minutes. So... I recently posted, mine by recently, earlier today, I posted an article. What a great on... article, Jake. I'm really proud of you for that article. The research you. you did for this article. Folks, if you ha- if you don't read any other article, go and read that kid's article. Kid, he's 30 years old. I shouldn't call him a kid, but he's my kid. And I'm proud of him. Go read that article. Very, very well done. If you go to hughsports.ca, go over to the articles. Is the pink elephant in the Canuck locker room? I was going to make a joke and say, um, are we now calling the giraffe a pink elephant? <laughs> no. the pink Because he's always big. He could be an he's... elephant. Just dress him in something pink. He's, he's oh, not wide enough to be an elephant. Don't so. be wearing pink in a hockey jer- at a hockey arena, don't... apparently. Let's, let's get past this. 
let's get past this article before we get into that. Okay. Cause that is something I want to get talk about. Go. Um, yes. Pink elephant. If you guys don't know is a psychology phenomenon where if I tell you, don't think of the pink elephant, you're going to think of the pink elephant. The only thing you can possibly think of is the pink elephant. Um, I just closed I talk- my eyes and saw a pink elephant. Exactly. Um, I talked with a, a lovely mind coach, uh, mindset coach named Blair um, from CEP Mindset. And she explained that this is a thing. I had a notion going when I started <coughs> researching this article, just watching the team in comparison to earlier this year, um, especially in the beginning parts of the season where we had that we need to make playoffs pressure and the pressure from the team and no one played well. There's a lot of outbursts, a lot of broken sticks from people, including JT Miller, uh, Bo Horvat at time showed frustration, which is very rare. Um, really the only people who stayed calm the entire way was Pedersen um, from our, our core. Uh, Hughes and Pedersen, sorry, were the two that kind of kept their cool. So I reached out to uh, CEP Mindset because I found them on the internet where I find, where everyone finds everything. Yeah. And literally I said, this is my hypothesis on an article I want to write. Tell me if I'm out to lunch or not. And Blair explained what the pink elephant is. And if you want to read more, please do go to the site because there's a lot of very valuable information in there. And it's, it's really not cool. it's not just a sports psychology thing. It's an everyday psychology thing. We should make a note and try to see if we could have Blair come on, even for like a 15, 20, like 15 minute segment. Yeah. Or even maybe, um, no, have her come on live. I was thinking we could do a video of her. Either, either way, whichever works for yeah. her, right? We can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's her. very, I think that's um, not just with the Canucks, but definitely the Canucks. I think that translates to a lot of sports teams um, where they're out of the playoffs. And all of a sudden they start playing better because they got nothing to lose. And it's, and it always is goes on. Oh, they've got nothing to lose. They uh, there's no pressure on them now. Yeah. And teams are taking them lightly because they're not in the playoffs. No, no look at this Vancouver Canucks team. Look at the Vancouver, look at this Vancouver Canucks team. And yes, we got a new coach just like last year. Yes. But just like last year, Sorry. we got a new coach when we were out of the playoffs. It's things change. Now we start, if we start this year, this next year, season uh, 2023, 24 season with the same play that we have, this article might be moot, completely moot. And I'll bring it up and I'll be the first one to wear that badge saying maybe it's the systems all along, but it happened under Travis Green. It's happened under Bruce Boudreau. Will it happen under Rick Tockett? At that point, you have to point to something. To me, it's that core and there's something wrong with it. And JT Miller, who when I first started writing the article was my focus and I kind of spread it out over the whole team. Yeah. Has talked about dealing with uh, mental issues and depression and anxiety and well, when you're talks to a that, psychologist. When, I think when you're at that level of your, uh, of your chosen career um, in, in, the, in sports, because uh, we're a sports talk, I'm sure you could do it with any level of um, career when you're at that elite level yeah and let's face it when you're talking the nhl less than one percent of people who play hockey get to make it to the nhl less than one percent there's to be a jt miller you're one percent of that one percent yeah there's got to be so much pressure put on you and so much pressure you put on yourself to perform and the the nhl's unique 
compared to the CFL where the NHL, you're performing every other night. You pretty much have a game every other night. Yes, there's some games back to back, but probably on average, it's every other night with breaks, a few breaks in between. But it's not too often that a team goes three or four nights without playing. You do have some occasions in the in the season that it happens. But you have to be on the top level of your game yeah. every single night. You, and and the unlike you and I, where we go to our regular jobs. I've had off days many not, times. We're not under a microscope by three, 10 million, 20 million people. You get some of these big markets... Vancouver. Vancouver, 20 million really people. Any, any Calgary or any Canadian market and then yes. your big ones down the States. New York. Millions. And literally, I, I don't, I would think the first thing they have to do is delete all social media or have somebody else run their social media yeah. because you can't be reading that shit and not affect you. I was talking to a, a friend and um, I was if someone tells you you're a jerk every day for 10 years from the time you're two years old to the time you're 12, if you get told you're a terrible person, you're a horrible person, you're an ass, you're a jerk, guess what? You're going going to be a jerk. If you're told from the time you're two years old to the time you're 12 years old that you're a good person, you know what? You're a good guy. People really like you, Jake. You're a good guy. I, it's, I'm proud to be to call you my son. You're a great guy. Guess what? You're going to be a great guy. Yeah, because like especially at that age. But then let's say like look at someone like Connor Bedard, who from the <sighs> time he was 12, he was told he's going to be the next phenom in hockey. Go lower. Go lower in age. This kid was going to be a phenom from the time he played Tim Hortons hockey. Like that's yeah. when this started. You ask a Rod Peterson, he interviewed this kid as a young teenager. He's an old teenager now. He was a young teenager and Rod Patter- Peterson interviewed him because well, he was that much better than everybody else that played the game. For for those in Canada, the Tim Hortons uh, commercial with Sidney Crosby. Yes. They literally used an interview that he had when he was 11, 9? Between the 9, and, nine on and 12. these guys is inconceivable. So going back to your pink elephant, hell yeah, because you're focused on the outcome rather than, as you say in the article, instead of doing what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. And it's so easy for that to descent into that locker room, right? And it's like, God damn it, I can't believe we lost again. God damn it, I can't believe we lost again. And now everyone's like, okay, we can't lose. And we talk about it all the time in sports. You have to play to win, not play to lose. When you play to lose, you end up losing. All the time. If you play to win, if you play to win, you come to win. Yes. You get to a point where that pink elephant is, is sitting on your shoulders, is sitting in that room. I don't want that pink elephant here anymore. Yeah. I'm playing to not win. I'm playing to not lose. Yeah. And um, I mean, you you can extrapolate that into anything. I mean, I'm in sales. If you're looking from when I first meet you and all I can think of is how I'm going to close you. I'm going to close you. I'm going to forget all those steps in between though. Yeah. And I'm not going to close you. And because mindset, I'm missing all the the steps in between. 
You're focusing on the result and not the process. Exactly. So I get it. I, and I really, I mean, I was blown away. I, I don't usually read all Jake's articles because I find them rather long. <laughs> you need to inform the people. So, but I read that and I normally read it once. I went back and read it, I think two or maybe two, I think the third time I more skimmed it because I was like, wow, there are so many gems in here. Um, good work. It was Thank well, you. well written. And the fact that he did the research. This was something I wanted to get right. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot, all of my articles I try to get right. Yeah. But this is one where I want, I'm not an expert in psychology and sports psychology. So you mindset. went and looked, or looked up a lady that is a psycho, sports worst, psychologist or a psychologist. Case, worst case scenario, I reach out to 10 of them and they say, no, pound dirt. All right. Then I write a piece. Then I write a piece saying, in my not so professional opinion, this is what's going on. Exactly. Um, there's a reason there's sports psychologists. There's a reason most teams, yeah. I, I would imagine most all teams in professional leagues have a sports psychologist of some kind. I would I would love to agree with you. I don't think we're there. I think there's too many of the the old, old school, old boys. Sports. Yeah. Um, guys there. Um, now, if you scrub through the podcast and you're just getting to this, I have we'll one thing I want to bring up before, before our announcement. And Five I want to, I want to, there's something else I want to touch on because yes. again, I, I always bring up Rod Peterson and because he's been in the business so long, of course, I'm going to pick his brain. He talked about it on one of his shows about a team. I forget what team it was that had a sports psychologist come into the locker room. All the coaches were there. The owner was there. And he introduced himself. Somebody walked out of the room. And the sports psychologist kind of stopped and said, who was that guy? And they're like, oh, that's just the owner. And he smiled and he says, that's why you're losing. It's and he stopped. He didn't say another word. That's why you're losing. That mentality where it's like, I don't need to listen to this. I'm going to walk away. No, everybody needs to listen to this. Because guess what? If the owner can do it. Why can't the why can't the coach and if the coach doesn't why can't out. the assistants? They well, the assistants out. can walk can tune out, and that means a star player. And if the star player is listening, why am I listening? Exactly. So before we run out of time, you wanted to bring up another topic. On the same lines of old school people in hockey, um, you can start a conversation. <laughs> started a conversation on Twitter with multiple different people and on Facebook um, with the James Reimer situation on last Saturday, last Friday, it was Friday and the Chicago Blackhawks. I did not do any Continue. I'll get to it. But James Reimer put out a very lovely message until you get to the last paragraph of it about uh, pride night. It was pride night in San Jose. And honestly, when I first read it, cause I was out and I wasn't reading all the way, I read it through and I said, look at that, a Christian doing the right thing. I didn't read the last paragraph, but his statement, and I'm just going to paraphrase it, was three paragraphs of, I've been a Christian my entire life. I've always carried myself that way. Um, I love everyone, including the LGBTQ, because that's what God's word says as a Christian. Um, the last paragraph is where it really lost me, where it said, and therefore, I cannot wear a jersey that has a heart with a shark in it holding a rainbow hockey stick with rainbow tape, because that goes against my religion for some reason. The Chicago so, Blackhawks. Okay, go ahead. Before you get into that, he didn't warm up. These are warm up jerseys. They're you not don't wear jerseys. them during the you're, game. You don't wear them during the game. He didn't 
He didn't warm up. Now, I didn't play. I played until high school for football. You played high school football. Yeah. No, I never played high school football. I played uh, junior um, community, but yeah. Yeah. You played community ball. If you showed up to practice or to a game, to a game, and you didn't do warm up, would you start? Um, Not practice. No. Warm no. up to a game. No. 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 So why can a professional athlete on a night where it's all about inclusivity, it's not saying that we need to hold the LGBTQ alphabet mafia above us. It's literally saying if you want to play hockey, no matter your race, religion, religion, creed, sexual orientation, uh, gender identity, you're welcome in the NHL and in all of hockey. That's one player, Jake. You haven't heard this, obviously. NHL's Blackhawks, as reported by the Associated Press, will not wear pride jerseys due to, due to, listen to this, Russian anti-LGBTQ laws. An NHL team with a Russian player has decided against wearing special warm-up jerseys to commemorate Pride Night, citing anti-gay Kremlin law that could imperil Russian athletes when they return home. Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, nothing surprising. Are they not? Are they not the team? Shouldn't they be the one that covered who... up and hid the fact that one of their coaches molested one of their players? And yeah. Now the league. What does the league do? Again, put me in charge for one day. The Chicago Blackhawks lose all draft picks for the next year. Then you, you have, have to, every then right you, to do what you do. You have every you have to, right. We live in a free freaking country. You have every freaking right. And I will die on that hill saying you have the right to do whatever you want to do. But for every action, there's a freaking consequence. And I'm sorry, so, the NHL is trying to clean up their image. Yeah, because They're they have to be all inclusive. Because because hockey for so long has been so white and yes. so anti-inclusive that they need to have this. You know what's great about the NBA? And I will say this. I hate the NBA. I find watching basketball boring. I yes. don't like the sport. Uh, playing it? Fantastic. I love it. It's a lot of fun. Watching it? It's boring. However, go watch all their theme nights. They have different jerseys for each theme. When I went, I went in uh, January. Yes. Me and two buddies. One of my buddies lives in Phoenix. Now we went down to Phoenix. And it was Aboriginal uh, community night. And it had like the three big um, Aboriginal communities in the Phoenix and Arizona area. And they put on a night. There was like tribal singing and dancing um, during the halftime. Like they did everything up. They changed the way everything looked for this one night. They changed their jerseys, not just warm-up jerseys. They wear different jerseys for a night like this. Now, I'm going to kind of skip into another part because we do have a huge announcement to make. Yes. Chicago coach Luke Richardson said Thursday that he and his players were disappointed and called it an unfortunate situation. It's not the players. This is oh, the well, no, organization. So saying, they're blaming, no, we don't no, support the pride. 
No, they're blam- They're blaming. They're using the fact that Russian players, if they go back to Russia, it could be uh, sent. Then don't come play be- our game. Well, first off, a you're not in Russia. If you have family you. in Russia, I'm sorry, bring them out. You're making enough money here in the NHL. Secondly, secondly, let's go back. How many years here? How many years have we do been doing Pride Night? Uh, hockey's for everyone nights because guarantee you if Alex Ovechkin can get away with it and still be Vladimir Putin's number one athlete, then you can, then you can. Um, yeah. also just to bring clarity, Vancouver Canucks have a lot of Russians on their team now. Thank Pod you. Kolzin, Kuzmenko. Um, and guess what? They proudly wore it. They don't have, they haven't yet. They haven't yet, but they will. Formal statement from Thomas Drance on Twitter. Formal connect statement on their Pride Night plans for the season. We've been working on many different elements for that night, and we'll be releasing that information closer to that date. Like we do for all our theme nights, we have had a long and proud history of hosting Pride events, and we look forward to another incredible evening on March 31st to raise awareness and support for the LGBTQ plus community. They use a few extra letters in there, but I lost myself on it. I can't can't even anymore. To me... Chicago, if you're a fan of the Chicago Blackhawks, turn us off because I don't want you listening. You're no. disgusting. You you support a team that covered up. First, they covered up sexual misconduct. That's what I'll call it. Now, the entire organization does this. And I shake my head. If you're not watching, I shake my head. Okay. Okay, now let's let's, let's take a no, wait, no, no, wait, wait. Exciting. Yeah, wait, let's take a second and just breathe. Out with the bad, in with the big big fucking news. Big, 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 big news. Just before we started this podcast, we had a meeting. And we are proud to announce we are joining in a partnership with Inside the Rink. The ITR community is huge. They're covering all the teams. They do not have a voice and face of the Vancouver Canucks. And we are going we to will be, be the sole podcast for the Vancouver Canucks. With Inside the Rink. And with Inside the Rink. How cool is that? It's going to bring us so much support that we don't even know what we're going to do with it all. Um, we're going to be able to book guests. We're going to be able to do things and do, do stuff that we thought was in the future. We can do that. We, we, and Jake and I sat when we first started to this podcast, we said, what do we want to do with this podcast? Is it just something we're going to do and have fun? Yeah. And we made, we said, no, let's, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Let's do it professionally, as professionally as Jake and Kevin can do something, because <laughs> we have fun, because that's what sports is supposed to be. Again, I'm doing this because I like love to do this. I'm not doing yes. this because it's a job. Don't get me wrong. I did my first ever on-the-phone interview with someone, researched cool. an entire article, and posted it. I'm but going to I my first it. CFL combine. Notice I said first, because there will be many more. Exactly. This is taking this... Sh- podcast to a different level we are going to be put in front of i believe he had said how many um interactions does this page have per month 300 plus thousand i believe that is correct yeah it's insane guys um check them out itr inside the rink inside the rink.com yes Uh, they have they're building it it's um the, the plan is 
to have 32 different podcasts, one for each team. Well, and there might be 33 or 34 because expansion rumors yes. and teams yeah. falling off like Phoenix. But on top of that, there's all kinds of articles. Jake Ar- Jake's article will be posted on ITR where he'll get hundreds, if not thousands of views on his po- on his article. Um, it's going to be big, guys. It's um, it's I am overly excited about it, obviously. So big thing, big thing. Nothing's going to change if you're watching live on YouTube. No. The only thing the only thing that might change, and I will say probably will change, is if you're w- listening to this on the podcast, it's going to be a couple days. From my understanding, and I have to we have to finalize this with Connor. Okay. Um, it'll we will finish recording the Thursday, and it will be, be up on the on Saturday. The Saturday. Okay. Saturday. That's not um, bad. We'll also be broadcasting not only our YouTube page. But we'll be broadcasting on ITR's YouTube page as well, um, which is cool. And other than that, nothing's going to change. That's a great thing. Nah, we're st- the reason we're why- still ours. Nobody dictates to us what we do. As you can tell, we don't we don't follow no rules. Well, and that's the reason why I think both of us decided it was a good fit. Was yes, we can still be us. We're not going to change who we are, but, but they're going to get- support us. Yes. In ways that we didn't think were possible for a podcast this small. And we get put in front of way more eyes and way more ears um, yeah. to be able to say, you know what? We're now going to get media accreditation. We can um, call up uh, different teams and say, hey, this is Kevin from uh, I, Inside with Inside the Rink. Um, I was wondering if we could get uh, maybe a short interview with... Bo Horvath. An AHL player, a coach. Um, oh, screw AHL. I, I'm going freaking CFL and NHL. Why not? Yeah. Let's um, think big. This is what I'm talking, guys. When I'm saying it's going to explode, this is big. This is... It's exciting. It's all to do with Jake. Um, Jake spearheaded this, and um, he kind of took the bull by the horns, and I was kind of like, what What you doing, Willis? And I was, to be honest, I was skeptical. I was like, okay, I'm so not was sure I. about this. So was and I. And had had the chat today, and you know what? Yeah, it's a go. We're going to take this to a whole level that uh, we had no idea we could, to be honest. At least not, I had no idea. Not this quickly. No. I always, thought so, we could, I always thought we could make it to that level, but I would be talking five to ten years. Yes. This is, so, I mean, we've only got, what, 12, 13 episodes in now? This is number 11, I believe. 11? Episodes? No, it's 12. No. No, 11? Okay. <laughs> we should have done something for a 10th, like special. Way to go, buddy. I, I didn't ball. realize. We'll I, do something you know special for 50. How's that? Yeah. Anyway, keep keep tuning in. Um, keep listening. Give us feedback. Check, check out Inside the Rink. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook. And their website inside the rink.com because some really we are great articles. One, we are one with them now, and uh, you it's guys are cool. you guys are in for a treat because we're in for a treat. So, but and, as go ahead, we are wrapping up. The Canucks are about to drop the puck against San Jose. So let's team tank sign off and 
Hopefully, and we tune lose. in next week, 6 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Mountain, 9 p.m. back east. And if you're listening from Belly, which you better be, it is.